This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. This week on the Mac Fasting Podcast, Botch Mode is activated as Raw Pole's lowest rating in its 25-year history. Plus, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe star in Daddy's Home 3. Turn that bitch to 11. We're taking it to the max. Welcome to the Max Fasting Podcast, episode 185, week 6 of the promo climax. I am Daddy Dangerously, along with the best seal in the business to butcher and the podcast machine slash knowledge champion, Mike Larkin, celebrating 174 days in his second reign. 538 days overall. Oh, wow. That's a hell of an accomplishment, and as I'm reflecting on these days, I only got one question to ask. Who the fuck won in the pro promo climax? And <laughs> congratulations Let's to the Butcher and Robert Davis, both picking up points this week. Nice. Hey, um, all I've got to say to that is you were fucking stupid if you questioned me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I beat Mooney. I beat Mooney. Stats, stats don't bother me because I beat Mooney. Mooney knows that. You know, Mooney knows that. I voted for Mooney. I cancelled everything out. I beat Mooney. <laughs> I beat I beat Daniel Crimmins. Did I beat him comfortably? Quite comfortably, yes. What do you mean, quite comfortably? Well, he wasn't whitewashed. There was a few votes for him, but yeah, it was, it was a majority then. swing. Only two votes. That's okay then. <laughs> what a whitewash is just just one vote voted for him. So as long as as long as as long as he had two votes, it wasn't a whitewash. That's fine. That is, yes. Okay, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. That's two points on the board. Well, you know, two what points question... on the board. And two points you know what... coming in two weeks. You know, a question I gotta ask, right? Uh huh. Liv Morgan, are you okay? Oh no, she's not. And we all know why. You know the <gasps> um the the screenshot that somebody posted of her face in in 2K19, and it looks nothing like her. It doesn't look anything like her, no. It does now. That's what she looks like now. Oh, Very man. Very fucked up her face. Oh, just, uh, just go away, Bellas. Just go away. She looks like um, a blonde version of Vicky Guerrero. Oh, yeah. that's right. The knee is that bad. Uh, yeah, she looks like she's a bit She's a bit on the tubby side. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to hand it over to you two because I've been ranting about it for two days on social media and stuff. All right. I'm just going to say this. Now, accidents do happen, and that is true. Accidents do happen. But I'm watching the match. I'm watching her do the kick, and then I watch I watch Liv Morgan go down like it's Rocky Four, like, like Ivan Drago hitting Apollo Creed. And I'm like, 
what the hell happened there? And the way she covered her, it's very sloppy. And then she's like trying to lift her head, and then she does a move, and then Liv goes to the outside. You don't see her for the rest of the match, and then you see everything going up on Twitter. And I'm like, oh man, she she really rocked her, rocked her, man, because she was not doing well after that kick. And I was just like, yeah, that's great. Brie Bella fucks up a suicide dive, kicks her, kicks Liv Morgan right in the mush. And then I'm thinking to myself, and you want her to fight Maurice at Evolution. <sighs> Go ahead, Butcher. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a silly one. It's, it is. It's a silly one. Um, I, I want to say, I want to say accidents happen. Mm-hmm. But a person with that much experience in the WWE ring for me obviously it's, it's in, in a wrestling match whether it's a tag team whether it's a singles whether it's triple threat fail four way you're all responsible for the other person so what so what that's what we're made to believe but when i see that I find it hard to believe that someone like Liv Morgan would be that. <sighs> she wouldn't be. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Uh, uh, you know what it is too. She's still pretty green. I get it, but I'm just like, yeah. Just I, I, I kind of know what you're trying to say, though. Well, I mean, for I, me, I she was I, she was doing an okay job selling the kicks up until that stiff one. Yeah. Exactly. I, I feel that Brie um, has adopted this Daniel Bryan esque technique. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but Daniel Bryan adopted it in the Orient. You, you know, you, you can't just become Daniel Bryan. No, and I, and I and I believe that you know that there's there's kicking someone and then there's selling selling a kick. You know, she she did it poorly. She did it poorly. Um, I think had she done it to someone like uh, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, it may have come off better and there wouldn't have been an issue. But like I like to say, if my auntie had bollocks, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> you know, it, it it's it's just one of them. It's 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 a it's a wrong time. It's you know it's the wrong thing at the wrong time with the wrong person, mm. you know. Um, it, I, I like I said, if it'd be with someone else, I don't think we'd be talking about it. No. You huh. know. Yeah, I mean there was another botch that people haven't really talked about that much because obviously no one got really hurt, but it was when um, I think Brie was getting catapulted into the ropes and it was supposed to be Ruby going for a cheap shot, but Brie ended up elbowing her instead and Ruby looked pissed. Oh yeah, that's right. I I saw that. <laughs> she is got in that room me? like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, is it just me or is Ruby Riot getting? I don't know, man. She's she looks like she's getting better. Mm. Dude, I've seen her on the. Indies I've always been a support. Yeah. I've always been a supporter of hers. Oh yeah, you know, um, you know, but obviously when you're in a WWE ring, then. <laughs> You're always going to be behind one, two, or three, you know. Mm-hmm. And we know, you know, you've got, you've got your Charlotte, you, 
I was going to say Asuka, but fucking, we don't want to fuck, <laughs> wouldn't we? Um, but you've you've basically got two or three ahead of you, and it's hard to break into that. Do you know what I mean? Above that, them three people. Yeah. But I tell you what, the last last few weeks I've been really really impressed with uh, Ruby. She's the break. Really. Yeah. Yeah, she's there. She's there. To be honest with you, Morgan. Morgan. I've, again, another person off the Indies that I'm, I'm a supporter of. I'm not too supportive of when she picks up a mic and, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all. Oh, Sarah Logan, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, when 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 she basically goes into fucking heck mode and... I go hunting. She's not my cousin, man. <laughs> you know? You know, old... Uh, Jamie Noble comes out type of thing, <laughs> but yeah, I mean she's she's another one with a, with with a great style, and I feel that we're we're not seeing what she's actually capable of. Liv Morgan, pff, you, you, I, do you know what? Really, that's all I'm gonna say. Really, because I just I just think when you look at when you look at Morgan, and then you look at look. Just look at the NXT women's roster. And then you look at Nikki Cross mm-hmm. and some of the others, and you think, how is it you cannot call up A, B, and C, but you call up D, that's Morgan? Mm. How, how Do you know what? Even when you look at her matches in NXT, they were lackluster. Mm-hmm. I, I actually... I'd, I'd be interested to know how many times she was televised because if if, if she's a double figures I'll be shocked <sighs> I, just think, I think she know. might just break double figures I remember seeing her quite a few times because I don't think I don't honestly don't believe that, like like Mike said a little green around the edges I think she's a lot green oh, around yeah. the edges absolutely um, I, I think the be I think the way she looks mm-hmm. is shocking, but that's not down to her. That's that's you know. Well, sometimes I think you have to question um, how much power you have over your attire. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I look at a group like Ruby Riot Riot's group, the Riot Squad, right? And Logan, she sits well, but maybe. I'd like her attire a bit different. Do you know what I mean? Because she looks a bit skanky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've you already know? got Nikki and um, um, Carmella looking exactly know? the same. But then I look at Morgan and I'm thinking, you're dressing... Is it me or has Kelly Kelly come back and she's dressing up to date? Uh, I you can know? definitely see that, yeah. And yeah. I just think, I just think when, when, when you're part of a faction... You've got to dress the part of the faction. I mean, Ruby Riot, she she dresses like she's. Do you know what I mean? She's not. She's one of them uh, outcasts. Do you know what I mean? When when I say that, she's yeah. she's an outcast. She's not like any other person. Morgan exactly the same. Not Morgan. Logan exactly the same. Morgan, I'm I'm like. What the fuck are you? When you got a blue tongue because you like Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> You know, um, I just don't. I just think, where I, I I know it's not just me, 
I know no. it's not just me. But it, well, here's the thing. Well, yeah, well, here's the thing what I remember about Liv Morgan, because, you know, we talked about her, and then she gets put with that. Remember in NXT, there was that one match she had where Asuka, like, knocked her out in, like, 10 seconds. She had a couple more matches on NXT, and then all of a sudden you put her with the Riot Squad, and you're like, why the hell did they call up Liv Morgan? Because that's the first thing you think. Like, why the hell did you call shit, up Liv Morgan? The only, exactly. oh, no, I don't want to use the term shit, because that's, that's a bit disrespectful. Green. Because, She's I mean, the... she, does, she does something that I don't. Do you know what I mean? That's her profession. True. Um, so I don't want to disrespect if I say she's shit, but if I based her on every woman on the roster, she's really she's really struggling to be in in, in the top twenty. I I honestly believe that she's nowhere near Alicia Fox's standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, I really don't believe she's in the breeze. Ray or Nikki standard, and that's that's a pretty shitty standard. I I really would put her in some of the worst workers. When I say that worst workers, I actually believe she falls into the nineties, early two thousands women. Because no one can argue with me that that was a pretty low standard. You know what I mean? Your Tori Wilsons, your Kelly Kellys, your Stacey Keeblers. They were shitty, pretty shitty. Do you know what I mean? They weren't wrestlers. They were just all tits and ass. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I th- I look at her and I think that's exactly what she falls into. Shoddy clotheslines. No technical ability. She's got no interaction with the crowd. She can't work a crowd. If she split from the riot squad tomorrow, she'd be released. <sighs> Or she'd go back to doing that yo 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 thing, like oh right. I'm the, that Jersey girl, yeah. But no one would really react to it, Mike. Would they? Exactly, nobody would, because nobody. I think, cares. I think exactly that that's what makes me question why she was brought up. Was it the fact that because we were coming off the May Young Classic and WWE had basically made a lot of signings? Um, big shout out to my AM, lovely, lovely, yes. lovely. Yes, congratulations. Um. Me. You know, um, with, with all the they made a lot of signings, a lot of signings that they fucked up and released. Go figure. Um, but they thought they obviously had three people on. On obviously, Logan had basically. I think she Logan had she hadn't had double figures. She had, I think if she had five televised matches, I remember one when she actually went toe to toe with Asuka and got buried. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was just a case of they had three girls. Well, no, let's let's look at the other group as well. Six girls. You know, if you if you if you count Paige's group. Yeah, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. No. Wow. So let's just say five five women that they were weren't basically doing anything with. They didn't want to release them, so they said, right, we'll just put you in freaking groups, factions. Yeah, because it's funny because. Because when Sarah Logan was, like, in NXT for, like, a cup of coffee, but she did that, then she was in the inaugural Mae Young Classic, and then, oh, here you are with the Riot Squad. The sad thing is, the sad thing is, is we can, we can look at Sarah Logan, and we know where she would have benefited. Mm-hmm. We know where she would have benefited. She would have benefited off Sister Abigail. Mm-hmm. You know? There was a few people that could have benefited off that. At the end of the day, that 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 could have been a year, 
18 months worth of writing. And then by the time, do you know what I mean, her character had grown and peaked, she would have been capable to, do you know what I mean, go on her own. You know? I mean, you don't even have to keep, keep Sister Abigail. You can shorten her. You can go Abigail Abby. You know? It, it's just, you know, very much like the Kane character you could have had. Do you know what I mean? She's, she's reckless, and then she gets tamed. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I just I just think it's it's, it's just a case of poor, poor booking and poor, do you know what I mean? Poor thinking. I mean, why would you talk so much? Well, I mean, this that 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 is possibly going to be when in the next few years, it's going to be one of the most irritating, you know what I mean? Things, Sister Abigail, that they did nothing with. Oh yeah, nothing. I have to ask uh, thoughts on the apology that Brie Bella put out on Twitter what? on the Bella's Twitter page. What the apology? More... Oh yeah, that. Exactly. That wasn't an apology, it was an excuse. It was. So we, we, do, we don't go out there to hurt each other. I didn't see the word sorry anyway. That's true. All she was... was doing was trying to make herself look better. By saying, see, no accidents pro- happen. I think this is the problem with this evolution thing for me. Um, it doesn't interest me in the slightest. Nah. Um... It really doesn't. I'm not interested in watching the women of yesterday versus the women of today. I'm really not interested in the slightest. Lita, I can take her a lever. You want to talk about botches? There's there's one of, there's one of your creators of the botch. You know, you you could we easily one if you went on bot your freaking botchamania freaking. I, I bet you could look up and I bet there's an hour of Lita on botchamania. Trish Stratus, take her all. I can take her all either. Take her all either. If you if you fucking lit a flame in front of Trish Stratus, man, she'd melt. You know, she's she's just again. People call her a pioneer. I I think I just think she she looked great in a fantastic in a shitty division. You know. Um, take I can, to be honest with you, no, no, I take that back, because Molly Ollie was 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 a pioneer. She could go. Jacqueline could go. Ivory could go. Jazz could you know, go. A lot of them could. Trish, Trish Stratus was just lucky because she was probably blowing the boss. You know, um, she just looked fantastic, didn't she? She was she was beautiful. She was. Um, but I question this evolution thing. I question it because it's just with the women they keep going on about. Do you not do you not hate it every time you hear it? The revolution, yeah, mm-hmm. it pisses me off now to hear it because I think it's it's nearly four five years old. It's nearly five years old, and you're still pushing. Do you know what I mean? Why why do you have to give it so much attention? I get it, you're proud of it. But why do we need to see that they're now putting them in every well so, so very soon they're just gonna be ignored and forgotten about again. Because they would have peaked and there'd be nowhere else for them to go. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like what because was it? Because 2016 when we had Sasha and Charlotte main event in everything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They played up potato, yeah. Just for so, the hell of it. So you would have you would have had them compete in every major match in WWE, right? So you've had a hell in the cell. You know, we, we've had we've had them main events. We're now having them, you know, um, we've had the long one longest reigning, Asuka breaking, do you know what I mean? Wall boundaries and stuff like that. Now you're getting they're getting their own pay per view. What happens when there's nothing else for women to do? Is the, the revolution just going to be forgotten? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's me just nitpicking, but I just, I just don't see why we have to, why it has to be recognised. Do you know what I mean? And it's always recognised with Stephanie McMahon in a fucking ring. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Vince, Vince just stands there and goes, "Fucking hell, Kevin, Kevin saved me." I'm, they're they're making me smile. I think it sucks ass. You know. Yeah, I, I fucking hate Stephanie making these announcements, taking credit for it. Uh, let's be yeah. honest, it was her yeah. husband who made made changes to women's wrestling of NXT. And then and then what year is Kevin Dunn going to Vince? Vince, Vince, Ro- Roman's Roman's just Roman's just coming to the office. Oh God, I'll be there in five minutes. God, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I know we're going to talk about the Shield and all that, but I got to mention this as well, because not only did we have Liv Morgan here, we also kind of, in a way, had a shock slash upset. Uh, Connor of the Ascension. The Ascension gets a W this week over Chad Gable. Uh, the Ascension haven't had a win since <sighs> fucking Kenneth Cameron left. I know. Well, the Ascension yeah. the Ascension are basically... And they, they keep pushing this... Um, Kurt, Haw- Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Losing streak. I think the I think the Ascension have actually lost more. Yeah, yeah. Which is a damn right shame, if I'm honest. What a way to uh, have two guys that basically put your tag team division in NXT on the map. Yeah, the longest range. Then you basically. Yeah, then you bring them up to the main roster and have them dressed like Kratos from God of War. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. K- k- kudos to the jackass that came up with that stupid attire. You know, absolute fucking. I just, I still, I still struggle to this day to kind of go back and look at, you know, what they were, their entrance. You know, with Kenneth Cameron with the orb, which was fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, little things, man. Little things can just make you smile. Quirky things, you know. Very, very gothic. Very vampire-esque. Very, do you know what I'm going to say? Very current. It was, it, they they were created and modelled at a time where whether you like fucking glitter, glitter and vampires and twilights and stuff like that, that's entirely up to you. I think it sucks ass. They weren't fucking personally. vampires. But, but, the Ascension was kind of cool, and it kind of, do you know what I mean? It, it, it came off looking very, very traditional, not very current. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then, lo and behold, Kenneth Cameron decides to get in a car, very, very drunken. 
<laughs> and assault a police officer. Um, and goes and gets himself released. Had a very, very unstable relationship with his wife as well, ex-wife, um, Charlotte Flair. Um, goes and gets himself released. Um, and then, lo and behold, Rick Victor is his replacement. Mm-hmm. And wasn't a bad replacement at the time. No, I think but, Victor's talent, yeah. But I think this is this is why I kind of get irritated when people get on Kenneth Cameron's. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Jump on the he's useless. Fuck, fuck off, man. He weren't useless. He, he was he was the main reason that the ascension was talked about. You and, know, and Magnus. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm gonna cave your head in. Just oh, cave your head in. Yeah, put your fucking mouth on that fucking curb and stomp you. Um, he, I, I love Bram. I, I, I will always love Bram, man. He just, you know, when you look at bad men yeah. in the business, he oozes that. He, do you know what? He could, he's your perfect heel. I think he gets a little bit carried away, and I don't think he could rein it in in WWE now. I think there'd be a few times that he'd be called in the office in in the space of a month, and he'd just be released if he came back. Because I think cutting promos, I think you you just drop a few f bombs. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, I do like him. Like I say he's a powerhouse. He's, I think he's technically gifted. Yeah. Um, he's he's just he's your old school brawler, isn't he? You know what I mean? You want you if you wanted to bring in a British group and you went through the Indies, you'd have him. You'd have Bad News Barrett, man. You'd have Sheamus. You know, Doug Williams. You know what I mean? This fucking old school, technically gifted, technically gifted, and you wouldn't want to fight him in the dark alley. No. Even Dave um, Mastiff. Yeah. Oh, Dave Mastiff. The what a bop. What a the bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine him coming up to you, man. You, you'd have a bit of a chuckle because he's five foot nothing. Yeah. And then they'd just show you the hair on his back, and you'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> fucking hell!" So most wrestlers have a nickname. What do you want? I just call me the bastard. Just call me the bastard. <laughs> A bit, uh, a bit like, bit like Phoenix. Phoenix, you're a bastard. <laughs> you shouldn't don't know how I feel about this. You shouldn't be. Here. Don't know how I feel about this. Oh <laughs> uh, no! That, that that still deserves a t-shirt. That does. It does. Phoenix, Phoenix's face on the front. You're a bastard. You shouldn't be. Here. Uh, unfortunately, Bree wasn't the only person to botch on Raw this week. There was. It all happened in the first forty-five minutes. It was just botches. Uh, first of all, Braun got the name of the Australian show wrong. It was Super Show. Oh, don't go back to mm-hmm. fucking 2012, please. Uh, uh, and then, and then he can't do maths. He must have taken math lessons from Scott Stein. He was like, "It's the two of you uh, against the four of us." Um, right. Okay. This isn't gonna take long. <laughs> this isn't gonna take long. I honestly believe. That they fucked up with Braun. Oh yeah, massively. It's 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 done now. It's done. He's gone. You can just see it. You can see it. You you can see it. He's he's gone through that transition where they should have put the belt on him and they they failed to do so. Mhm. And now there's kind of even even 
if it happened now, there would be a limited reaction to it. Yeah. It's look at the you reaction know. he got a year ago. It's nowhere near the same. No, no. The fans don't really care that he's gone fit, gone heel. No. You know, I don't really hear. Um, to be honest with you, I think we're in, we're in we're in a transition within the industry that where you don't really hear a boo unless you're fucking Roman Reigns or John Cena. Very true. Because it's, do you know what I mean? It's almost like, like I say, sheep. It's almost like a pantomime. It's like, it, enter enter John Cena and the, the panel puts a big thing up in the background, which you can't see, and it just says boo on it. And everyone goes, boo. You know what I mean? And then they type in on the screen, let's go Cena. Cena sucks. There we go. That's what you're supposed to say. And that, that's it. That's just that's just how the business is. There's no organic hatred. I don't. I honestly don't believe that. Not even unless for... you're Roman Reigns. No, not even for Champa. It's not that they hate him. They boo him because he's such a good friggin' heel. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. This is what I mean. The, the, the choice of a wrestling fan has gone. You know, I was watching the '90s stuff the other day. Um. And remember when Macho Man shoved Elizabeth? Yeah. I was like, wow. If you'd have done that today, you would never have ever got that reaction. Because it was unthought of. It was They, they were basically a married couple, weren't they? The relationship was real. Yeah. The, the mega powers split. And the, the, the way Elizabeth was torn between two guys was real. Well, not real. It was it was fucking fake. People, people like, whoa, whoa, he said it. What, what the fuck? Wrestling's not real. No, okay. Just be, just t- I take it back. <laughs> you know, but but yeah, I think if you did that today, it would just it would just be pointless. It it wouldn't matter just how powerful the storyline or the characters behind the storyline was. People today just wouldn't sell it. And I think wrestling fans today are pretty shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just don't think there's that commitment between a fan and the product in a way that I think, like like I say, I, I, I watch wrestling because it's wrestling. I don't watch it to go in going, oh, God, that was such a funny segment. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where 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 people just they love it. They 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 just love the entertainment part of it. I think it sucks donkey dick. You know, I love shit like um, you need people like me so you can point your finger and go, that's the bad guy, and then go, come on, pelican. You know what I mean? I love that part of it. Unpredictable, unpredictable. That's New Japan. Mm-hmm. WWE is predictable by every word. It's, do you mean? Hashtag predictable. Hashtag predictable. Hashtag predictable. Hashtag I told you so. <laughs> the product is so predictable, it's not even funny. Oh. You know what I mean? Which, bring, which brings me to obviously freaking talking about the shield. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean... 
Dean Ambrose walking around like he's a silverback gorilla, drag dragging his knuckles and shit. You know, you you're waiting for the heel, you're waiting for the heel turn. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you're gonna get it. No, I've been saying that. They made it way too obvious. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get it. I think, I think, I think, I think the person that's gonna turn, you won't see coming. Drew. And I think it'll be. I think it'll be Roman. Oh, I'd love it if Roman turned. Mm-hmm. Roman is the ideal scenario. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but what, the way I look at it and the way, obviously, you, you read between the lines, the one person that doesn't need two people to protect him is the guy with the belt. It's his yard now, so he says. You know? But people are, you know, going, oh, it's going to be Dean, it's going to be Dean, you know? And then... You're kind of taking your eye off the off the ball, aren't you? You're concentrating that much on that one person. Yeah, that's what they want that's you to think. Exactly. So you're not gonna, you, and then you're gonna look at Seth. And you're like, no, Seth's done it before. It'd be pointless. But it's not gonna be Roman because they signed so hard with Roman to get Roman face, where it, the biggest turn would be a major, major heel turn. Where you've still got the two Shield brothers, because what were they? What were they talking about? The triple threat for Mania. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I just think, I, I, do you know what? I'd mark out. I'd mark out because I've said all along about Roman. Stop doing what, what is is predictable. Give the fans if they want to boo him. That much, give him a fucking reason to boo him. Make him the most hated man. At least then it would be organic. You know, Seth Rollins has, has turned on the Shield. Sh- Shield fans would go apeshit if fucking Roman done it. They'd go apeshit. I can see the tears now. Of course you can. I think that's fantastic. And again, that's another reason why I should be writing for WWE. They'd, they'd have to escort kids and women out of the building. They'd be distraught. Yeah, amazing. Of course they would. Roman Reigns, women women would just be, oh, they'd be disgusted. They, they would have to go back to using their vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> Pumping it up like Roman Cox's fist. Exactly, you know what I mean. I reckon, I reckon WWE have got a got a backline of uh, <laughs> yeah. Ro- Roman 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 Reigns rampant rabbits, <laughs> where they do, they're yeah. just fists on the end. <laughs> 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 they come through you with a generator. It's called the Vincinator. Jeez, <laughs> I gotta ask you guys, what else, what did you guys think about? Also, because we talk about the Shield, there, what did you think about Dolphin Drew against the Revival? I I'm all for I'm all for Dolphin Drew, I'm all for mm. Dolphin Drew. Um, I like what think, Dolph was saying this week as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Dolph. I just like it. I like it. I like how 
just two guys. They they've just been put together. I like Drew regardless. Drew, what Drew has done in the last few years, you know what I mean? It's just it just shows just how much WWE fucked up. You know, um, he he went away and just became himself. He stood up for wrestling. And it's just yeah, yeah. Stand up for wrestling. Rational wrestling. I even know that faction was shit. <laughs> the Rising, oh yeah. Yeah, the the Rising sucked, but Drew was great on his own. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. All right. and, he, and he's kept and he's kept the same attire as well. Yeah, I think he came back in Glasgow and then the night after in Manchester when I was there, he just came through the crowd and everyone went fucking ape shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching uh, when he left um, Impact and he showed up at ICW. Mm. That's Drew Galloway! That's Drew Galloway! (laughs) Oh no, Andy! You've got it wrong! (laughs) You said it was going to be Ken Anderson! (laughs) You know, and I think he had that feud with uh, Jack Jester. Yeah. Um, fucking amazing. Nothing, nothing, nothing sounds more sincere than a Scotsman getting excited <laughs> about wrestling. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, fucking hell! I'm the fucking daddy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's a bit like watching Fat Bastard and freaking Austin Powers. Come here, little baby. Get in my belly. Get in my belly. I want my Dallas, man. Exactly. Back Dallas talking about he runs a fucking show. <laughs> be a perfect rapper. Do you know what? Can you imagine? I, I tell you what, I think it'd be amazing if WWE did like a a takeover with ICW. ICW show up on on oh. Raw. And he's got his, uh, you know, he's lion art, and Jeremy's you know, got his team with him for ICW. Yeah, it'd be great. I think that'd be amazing. I do. If Drew had a T-shirt saying SWO Scottish World Order, you go, we're taking over. We're fucking taking over. And then Q Q Q Madonna music with Grado walking down <laughs> to the ring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> amazing. I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet I'm gonna tweet Mark Dallas. So. Oh, on 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 the subject of tweeting, sorry, uh, my my other account has been shut down. Yes, I know. We noticed we, we that. Did you? <laughs> what happened this time? I don't what know. Happened? I don't know. They just uh, they just gave me a warning. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a warning. Um, yeah, they kind of like I got no followers or nothing. So yeah. Twitter well, police are bastards. It was basically, I tell you, I think I know what it was because I looked at the message, what, what, what it was all basically surrounded. And it was basically uh, some geezer that thought it was funny um, to wish death upon, I'm sure it was Roman Reigns. Um, and he, and I think, I'm sure it, we talked about it. I'm positive we talked about this. Oh, yeah. And I basically messaged him. And uh, I basically, I just basically told him that I'd fucking kill him if he spoke about my fucking my kids and my family the way that he did then. I'd, I'd fucking kill him, like. And that's what I was banned. This is why my account's been shut down over 
the twat had the audacity to report me. So I fucking I sent a message to uh, Twitter, basically saying that you, you're punishing people. That yeah, okay, me, me comment for other people to read may not may not be the best thing to do, but look at the reason behind me my comment. You know, if you can if you can punish me, then surely that guy. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking stupid. I- I completely understand what you and I was even saying to Daz, I said, you're not the only one who got their account suspended, by the way. You know who else got their account suspended? Who? Andre Corbeil and his wrestling with wrestling Twitter as well. Again. Again. What happens what happens there if it's suspended? Does it does it just just for the time period? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Ah well, I'll be back then. I um I remember what it was now. It was was it Roman's cousin died? And Rosie, oh, wasn't it? Ro- yeah, Rosie, yeah, Rosie died. Yeah. Took him long enough. You stupid bastard. I know who even you're talking about, because we even mentioned it on the show. We told yeah, him to fuck did, yeah. Burn him. Yeah. Burn him was on the show when we were talking about yes, it. that's right. You're right. Burn, yeah, burn him tracked his IP address and everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we threatened him on the show. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you it's know? not like that was only one year ago. Hello. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're a bit slow with the like. police. But uh, yeah, yeah, makes no odds to me. Makes no odds to me. You can still get me a six nine butcher anyway. By the way, I got something to say to you. Very popular song was one one night in Bangkok. Now we got one night in Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, you can't you can't do that. Last time Finn Balor made a joke like that, someone from China's Twitter account complained about it. Oh, shut up! You can't People say one night in anywhere. Himself. Stupid. He's probably a little dick bastard. Who cares? But yeah, what do you think about what? <laughs> oh, well, Milwaukee, or as Alice Cooper pronounced it in Wayne's World, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Milwaukee. Did you uh, just see the screenshot I posted straight after it? I did on Wikipedia. Someone could that was literally five minutes after that segment. I had a look. I don't. Know, I don't even know why I looked for Milwaukee on um, on Wikipedia, but I looked for it. And at the moment, I'm on 107 favorites, 50 retweets. But basically, somebody edited the Milwaukee page on Wikipedia saying, on October 24th, 2017, WWE superstar Lana cheated on her husband, WWE superstar Rusev, by having a one-night stand with fellow WWE superstar Aiden English. Coincidentally, this event took place on Rusev Day. (laughs) (laughs) In Milwaukee. Milwaukee. That's just under the background for for Milwaukee. I don't I mean, know. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't checked it today. I mean, your tweet was hilarious with the whole. Of course, they got to go with an affair angle. Oh yeah, of course they do because everybody has to have an affair in WWE when there's wow. two men involved. Aiden English is like the luckiest man in the world, and guys, guys, people, <laughs> that means there is still a chance for us all. Yes. That's it. I'm going to be tweeting, tweeting yeah. Lana when I get me a count back. He had Lana and Eddie's daughter. Oh. Shaul. It was, it was apparently signed for a televised... Yeah, she's going to be on Women of Wrestling. wrestling. She's a ring announcer, yeah? yeah? hmm Oh, I thought she had uh, signed as a wrestler. Because I knew she left NXT. Uh, yeah, no, she, I think she's going to be doing a ring announcing for WOW. For she a is woman. so oh, okay. beautiful, man. She, she is. is so fit. Well, she's trying to go for that Maxim cover girl. She's been doing, like, uh, votes. Anybody wants to vote her, be on the cover of Maxim. Yeah, she's pretty, man. She's so pretty. Such a sad, sad, 
you know. Um, Eddie yeah, sat of uh, Eddie passed yeah, on that her. Latino heat. Well, I liked her as I'll be honest. I liked her as Raquel Diaz in NXT. I yeah. thought she had a lot of potential. Yeah, but she eating disorder, wasn't it? Mm. I believe so. You're right, Butcher. Mm. Eating disorder, such a shame. It is my my, my favorite my favorite puppy. Puppy, yes. <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! Ah, yes. Uh, so the other botch that came on Raw was actually from the production truck. Because Baron Corbin made the match and everything, got the last word, and then they play bronze music <laughs> to end the segment. <laughs> well, that was the other thing I was going to say, because you mentioned that botch, and you mentioned Braun with the main event segment. <laughs> Authors of Pain getting a main event match, baby. Yeah, when they squared up to Roman Reigns, I just had the picture in my head of, you know, the two Spider-Men, when they yes. spot each other. Um, That's an imposter. Could you imagine, right? Could you imagine? I said before, Roman turns, but Roman turns with the authors. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's interesting. Just smear the I mean? shit out of Spud. Yeah. Oh, yes. And and obviously Dean and Seth. Basically, do you know what I mean? This is gonna be a new shield. <laughs> yeah, little yeah. Drake Maverick pops up. Does that mean I'm the Roman's replacement? No. Oh fuck you. <laughs> Oh. We'll go back to two hour five. Go go away. Talk some uh, little little wrestling. Me two hour five. <laughs> oh. uh, I know on, you hate him, <laughs> On the plus side with the shield this week, though, I just yes. need to point out because I don't. Nobody noticed this, but me. Seth Rollins hit a perfect suicide dive without mm. even running up. He was just literally stood next to the ropes and dived through perfectly. <laughs> Only Seth could do it. Ah, that guy's up. amazing. He is. Unappreciated. Unappreciated. I was thinking this the other day and I was looking at the roster and I was thinking, who could leave? And I, be- I believe it's coming. An exodus is coming. Really do. We are overdue, aren't we? I'd love to. I'd love to see Rollins' man in in New Japan. I don't think there's a reason to go to New Japan now. WWE, because it's like you pay your pay grade isn't gonna. You're stepping down, aren't you? I don't believe you're stepping down. I believe you're stepping up. Do you know what I mean? But that's 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 my opinion on wrestling in general. Yeah. But. Money wise, the New Japan can't financially match you. I believe there's only two or three people in New Japan that are on like stupid, ridiculous money, and that's obviously Sinahashi, Okada, and Omega. You know, oh, on on the subject of that, who's seen who's seen Gado's turn on Okada? I saw that in the whole thing, Jay White. Oh man. That's a me- that means. Do you know what that means? Jay White has now just become the man. Yes. That's exactly what that is. And I'm guessing Kudos we're going to Jay White. Kudos to Jay White. Guess we're going to get Jay White and Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. That's amazing. Honestly, I I just I just I watched that and I just, 
you know, when you just feel that little bit on bad, it's hard to feel any muscle on the left hand side of my face <laughs> after I got stroked by Jeff Jarrett. Um, <laughs> too, too soon, Gil. Too soon. Too soon. Oh, too, soon. too soon. Um, yeah, but um, I just watched it and I just, I just, I just couldn't help but just smile. Couldn't help but just smile. Do you know what I mean? I could see it coming with the way the way he angled himself, and it was a feeble chair shot, you know. Um, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. I'd say I love Jay White, man. Absolutely love Jay White. You know, a guy, and it's right though, a guy that basically beats Tanahashi and Okada, and he's not at Wrestle Kingdom. How's how's that happen? Go figure. Is there anything before um, Wrestle Kingdom? Well, we got that September 30th show coming at the end of the month that has Juice Robinson and Cody for the U.S. title on it. So, and I think those I'm just computers... wondering, could he wandle himself into the uh, Wrestle Kingdom main events? Could he? Could he? Could he? Do you know what would be really good to watch? A fatal forward. I know Wrestle Kingdom don't do things like that, really. You know, as their main event is just solely about wrestling, it's 1v1. It always has been. Yeah. But how good would that be if Jay White could just wrangle himself into, uh, you know, Tanahashi? How is, how is it right that Tanahashi loses to Jay, Jay White, but he's in the main event? Makes no sense. Damn it, Harold. It doesn't. You know, I, I just don't like the I don't like the old booking of that, to be honest with you. It's it's the it's the only time I've been critical of Wrestle Kingdom in the last three years. The promo climax. Two groups in this promo climax. Eight people. This is my championship. The time for talk is over. And at the end of it, do you know what I'm gonna say? Promo. 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 Promo champion. Pick up the mic. Pick up a mic. Let the games begin. Let the games begin. I told you so. Monster by Hands Like Houses, the first theme song for promo series free, taken from their upcoming album Anon, available October 12th on iTunes and Spotify. 
promo series Free Lethal Games comes your way November 17th, featuring the final of the promo climax, the crowning of the new promo champion, NXT TakeOver War Games predictions, SummerSlam predictions, and the second annual Winner Stays on Showdown for Mike's Knowledge Championship. I gotta ask you, thoughts on this matchup, because obviously we got the Jericho Cruise coming at the end yeah. of the month. Yeah. They did announce, and as Butchers, you correctly put it, because it's what it is, it's Lucha Underground against New Japan. Uh, yeah, the, match, they, the matchup they announced is a 10-man elimination war as the Bullet Club goes head-to-head with Team Impact, Sammy Callahan, LAX, Johnny Impact, and Brian Cage. Listen, right? Okay. The thing that annoys me about this is Impact fans think they're relevant, right? If it was if it was K if if WWE would work with New Japan, it would be WWE on the Jericho Cruise, mm-hmm. right? This is just this is just Chris Jericho basically doing what Cody Rhodes did, you know. Um, but obviously Jericho at the minute is, well, he's actually making less appearances than Brock Lesnar. Now. Um, but Jericho's your current Intercontinental Champion in New Japan. And he's just making use of what is there. You know? It's not just it's, it's it's not just working with Impact Wrestling. He's working with Lucha Underground. He's working with ROH. Huh? You know, don't get it, don't get too excited. I mean, fucking hell. From what I'm from what I'm looking at, you've only you've only you've only actually got fucking you know about five four or five people on the fucking card, and you've only got Sammy Callahan because he believes Ohio versus everything. You know, all Valley, Ohio Valley crackheads. Um, it's just so shit, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Dad, how you... can Sammy Callahan blow his own trumpet and think? Do you know what I mean? Well, the Eddie Edwards thing got him over by accident because he accidentally hit him in the eye with the bat. And then capitalized on it. Yep. I fucked up. Make me famous. Okay. Well, Daz, I got to ask you. You retweeted it. Abyss is going to be in the Hall of Fame come down for glory. Wow. Well, let's get all excited. Do you know what? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I just, I just makes me chuckle. It makes me chuckle out. Don't get me wrong. I, I, sta- I stand by what I say. I don't believe celebrities should be inducted into a WWE Hall of Fame. I think, it's a, I think it's a disgrace that, you know, um, that the, they would even be considered. Because what place has a celebrity got in a, in a in a in a in a wrestling ring? You know, you wouldn't see Triple H or any wrestler in general walk out and do you know what I mean? Just pick up a guitar and start singing, unless you're Elias. You know what I mean? Because um, it it's not their it's not their place. It's not their territory, is it? It's not their profession. So what place does someone like Pete Rose, Drew Carey? I tell you what plays there, because the, 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 some one Vince McMahon and his father back in the day thought that that they were pulling power. They put butts in seats. No, I disagree strongly. But impact, right? <laughs> impact. If you look at impact's infatuation with having their own. 
very soon Impact Wrestling will not be able to induct anyone because they will not have a fucking roster. You know, Abyss, Abyss, Abyss belongs in it. If 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 if, if there's a wrestling, do you know what I mean? I don't believe in Impact Wrestling having their, having their own freaking Hall of Fame because I think I think it's stupid. I think it's ridiculous. Before before they were they were Impact Wrestling, they were NWA. NWA, and, yeah. and and the NWA has got its own Hall of Fame, hasn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And am I right in saying that the NWA title is the oldest, pre- most prestigious title in the world? Yeah. That's correct. Exactly. So why the fucking hell would we need an Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame? Do they not realise just how stupid that sounds? Congratulations, Abyss. You are the newest member of the class of 2018 Impact Hall of Fame. He joins Gail Kim, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, the Dudley Boys. <laughs> do, you, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, Earl, and Earl Ebner. Do you know what I mean? And they haven't even been going 20 years yet. It's shocking. It's, it's absolutely shocking to, to think, right? When, when I look at that roster, right, I think... What put you where you are, right? This is this is quite this is this is this is this is turning into a little bit of a rant. This I'm not sure, but when you look at prestige and why you exist, you you go back and you look at what put you there. You know, guys like um, gaff forgotten guys like Michael Shane. Yep, Matt Bentley. You know, um, Chris Sabin. Yep. Um, you strap a perm, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, um, uh, Christopher Daniels. Correct. Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. AJ Styles. AMW. Yep. Triple X. You know, um, low key, fucking amazing red. Uh, fucking Jerry let's Lynn. go. Jerry exactly. Lynn. Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lynn, yeah, Jerry Lynn, um, Father James Mitchell, um, fucking Caesar, I mean, you, you've got me on an, on an elusive rant. This is why it's so easy to watch and, and, and argue and know that a TNA fan, uh, Impact fans, weren't TNA fans in 2002. You know it. Then you, you know it because. They're, they're, they're current wrestling fans. You know? How could you, you... You can't argue, right, that if you go back to 2000 and... I'm trying to think what, what, what year the Triple X versus AMW was. 2004. 2004, yes. And then you had Unbreakable 2005. Two of the greatest matches. Two of the greatest matches I've ever ever seen, ever seen. E- easily the best tag team match I've ever seen. Trump, it trumps Hardys versus Dudley Boys versus Jeremy and Edge and Christian at WrestleMania and that for me is still probably one of the greatest. Do you know what I mean? But that match, anyone that can go to a top of a freaking cage and tightrope walk into a Hurricane Rana, Elix Skipper, Oh, prime time you look skipper, yep. 
You know, it, 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 it's just unthinkable. You wouldn't be allowed to do that in a WWE. No, pardon you me. Just, you know, back in, back in the 2000s, yes, you would. You know? Pardon but, me, it was a turning point. Yes, exactly. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Um, and then you go and look at like the likes of uh, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels. So when 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 people are getting inducted, I kind of look at it and think, yeah, okay, you've got you've got a you've got a right to have your own Hall of Fame. But what you're doing is you're capitalising on guys that have made their names in other businesses. You're forgetting completely about what put you on the map. You know, isn't that an Hall of Fame for you as a company? You see, because if, if ROH were having their, their own Hall of Fame, right, I'm not sure if they do, I'm, I'm not 100%. You, you'd expect Austin Aries to be in there. You'd expect Samoa Joe, um, you know, fucking Daniel man. Bryan. Do, do you know what I mean? You'd expect guys that have basically put you where you are, made, made your company watchable, and the fact that this is the reason why you've sustained a position in the business, you know, without them people and without them matches, you would cease to exist. And that's what annoys me about Impact fans is they just, they don't, they, they only talk about current day's product. Do you know what I mean? And when you're arguing with them, it's just, it's an impossible argument. It really is. You know, it's again, it's I reiterate the fact it's not a case of me. I despise current day's product. I despise it with a passion. I watch it. So anyone that says, oh, you're not a wrestling fan, you're not a wrestling fan because you hate it. I watch it. I still watch it. I find it hard to watch it. And a lot of the time I fast forward it. Because the, pro- the product is so poorly put together, considering that, do you know what? How, how bad? Can you imagine watching that live? Mm. I I couldn't imagine watching that live. You know, there would be that many mistakes. The camera angles they shoot from are disgraceful. I mean, if I have to watch fucking any more Hernandez walking around like a prick. <laughs> It looks like a, he looks like an old gigolo trying to be like. He's in it. It's it's disgraceful, Mike. It is. It's it's fucking. It's damn right atrocious. And, and do you know what? Right, Eddie Kingston has no place on a microphone. Well, he did wrestle this week very briefly. You know, Eddie Kingston, right, is a guy that, in all honesty, I've not got a bad word to say about. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think he's he's pretty he's pretty good in the ring. He's he's good at his art, mm-hmm. but you're about as much freaking gang member. You know, you, you got no place near any any LAX faction. That that's that's the thing for me, is, I I just think it's stupid. I, I think OGs, oh, OGs. Oh, I don't get it. Okay. I'm I'm going to try to... I'll kindly retort to that. And the only reason why I'm thinking that they put him with him is because Eddie Kingston, what you see on Impact, 
is pretty much what he's like in real life. And he is also from, like, Queens, New York, and that fits. But I understand where you're coming from on that end. And then everybody's getting so excited because Davey Richards puts out a tweet saying 2019, and everybody's like, oh, my God, we want the Wolves back together. God. There it is. You see, oh, my God. With Eddie. Tommy! I love gonna... you as much as I love this candlestick. And he's going to fight Moose at Pal for Glory. Look at Moose, man. What does the guy look like? What the hell was he wearing this week, too? He's wearing, like, a crappy... I don't even know what that was. What the hell? He's turning into, like... Remember when Monty fucking Brown... Man. He had his fucking hat on upside down. I know! I know! <laughs> remember when Monty Brown was a heel when he was with Jeff Jarrett and he wore, like, those... Yeah. But there's a difference. Monty Brown was fucking talented, and everybody loved the pounce. I love Monty. Pounce. Pounce. Period. And Monty Brown was in the. Welcome to the Serengeti. Awesome. Yep. And Monty Brown was more talented than Moose. I I even loved Monty Brown's entrance when he farted and smoke came out the stage. Yeah. Hit him with that pounce. (laughs) (laughs) Turn around. Do you know? Do you know the thing was that I loved about Monty Brown? was from the moment his music hit, he'd walk down to that ring, almost like dragging his knuckles, and he'd be sniffing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I used to just think, wow, this guy's something else. He's, he was good. He was very, very Something good. else, man. He, he, and, and I'll tell you, this power bomb, where he just used to just throw him up in oh, the, the air. Oh, the alpha bomb. Yeah, the alpha bomb. Oh, do you know what, man? Just such an unutilized. But it reminds you, I think, I think the fact that he left, I'm sure it was something to do with his mother. His mother was ill, ill yes. health, and he left to look after his sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, such a shame. And why? How he's just—it's kind of like he's forgotten, isn't it? It's just. But even when he was there, they weren't really. Marcus Corbin was no Monty Brown. No, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't. They were scared of him. They were scared of him. That was always my biggest gripe with Monty Brown. Is like they should have made him the world champion. Unbelievable. An impact. Yeah, he should have been the world he was, champion. He was the cut. He was the current. He was the current thing. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, I mean, whether Jeff you Jarrett. like him or not, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett basically never did anything but book himself. Yeah. He was like Triple you H know. around the time when Triple H was. Yeah, always- he was. It's so always Jarrett, AJ Styles, when a Jarrett mm. Raven. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, made... Jeff Jarrett's always got the limelight. I'm not saying it was bad. No, it made no, him a great heel. Because I, I, I firmly believe that if you looked back at Impact Wrestling T slash TNA slash NWA TNA, I firmly believe that the best rivalries that you will pick out consisted of Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. You know, um, Jeff Jarrett. Because you, you know what? I'm not the guy's biggest fan at all by any means. But I do believe the guy was massively underrated. Do believe that. You know, when, when you look at some of the guys of yesterday and some of the guys of today, Jarrett wasn't a Jarrett wouldn't have been a bad guy to put. You know, you definitely wouldn't put it on him with fucking his his double J Jeff Jarrett freaking no. his his music yeah. gimmick. I, but you I, know slap nuts. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just about to say WWE always emphasizes double J gimmick and everything, and that 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 was Jeff Jarrett. 
Fuck off. He, had, he, had, he was so much more in WCW and TNA. I loved Slap Nuts, man. I just bring out that guitar and boom, choke well, on the, that Slap Nuts. I well, just, the, it was just. Well, the best one was when he hit Little Beetlejuice, the little, uh, the minion there, oh, right? Little, <laughs> the, the little black, the black guy with the big yeah. eyes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just think he was massively underrated, underappreciated. Good ring worker as well. Yeah. Good ring worker, good general. You know, just he made some bad, he made some bad moves, some bad choices. Mm-hmm. I think, um, but I think we could all agree that the biggest thing Jeff Jarrett did was build his own promotion, and it was successful. Yeah. Until certain people came in. You know, certain people came in. He decided to start sleeping with Kurt Angle's wife. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, Vince, Vince Russo came in. Do you know what I mean? If you look at All In, I believe Cody and the Young Bucks would be capable of doing exactly what Jeff Jarrett did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I believe it'll happen. So I I believe I believe Cody Rhodes right now is seeking investors. I, I can see it. I, I, I can I can really see it. And do you know what I could I can see G- Jericho being quite influential in it as well. Yeah. I, I really do think that something something's going to happen. You know, something is going to happen. Last thing I was going to mention with that, and Daz, I sent it to you, and I want to get Butcher's thoughts, because you wrote the left, they left out the S before the it hit. <laughs> so they they put up a video on their YouTube, the day of Slammiversary, go behind the scenes of Impact's smash hit pay-per-view. So they have Don Callis and Scott Demore talking, and they ask Scott Demore, and they tell him, he's like, you know, somebody sent me an article two years ago for about Slammiversary and how it almost wouldn't happen, and it's like two years later, look at us now. We're selling out Canada and beautiful Toronto, and we're doing it at the, at the ballroom here. So, I mean, I'm like, okay. I mean, it's a nice look of behind the scenes, but I'm like, look at where the company still is now. You're still got, I mean, pretty much the company is Lucha Underground 2.0. That's really what it is now. Go ahead, Butcher. Notice the, notice the... I know, I, I know. Lucha Underground, Lucha Underground, this is what people don't realise. Lucha Underground, the way it's televised, um, it runs four weeks, four, four episodes a month, mm-hmm. and it runs a maximum of 20-plus episodes. So it only runs for a quarter, just over a quarter of the year. Impact Wrestling runs a basic, uh, you get, well, I would say under uh, under two under, under two hundred and fifty days of the year. So, what Lucha used to do was tie their tie their guys and gals to yearly yearly contracts, due to obviously TV regulations and. The way their product is is shot now, they only basically contract their guys to the ex, you know what I mean, to the length of the way the product is. Um, which means obviously and shows why 
certain people are able to work for other promotions. But obviously, Impact fans get a bit excited and they're like, oh my God, we, 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 we've got, we got Pentagon, we got Pentagon of Phoenix. They've signed. No, they haven't signed. And they, they never sign. They would never sign. Come on. You know, Drago, Drago. To quote Drago, I will never return to Impact Wrestling. Why would that be? You know, you moved a company, right, that existed in possibly one of the greatest countries in the world for, for professional wrestling, the United States. And you moved it to a place called Canada. Now, people may say, you know, some of the greatest, yes, yes, okay, some of the greatest performers in the world came from Canada. You know, your Chris Benoit, your Hart family, you know, Chris Jericho, blah, 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 blah. The Mountie, yes, I'm the Mountie. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, the Rougeau brothers, um, French Canadians. Um, Andre Corbeil comes from Canada. <laughs> Um, you know, Mr. Prolific, dedicated, or incinerated. I haven't got a clue what else. Anyway, but I just think it's stupid that you'd be talking about your selling out. You've achieved nothing. Your company, your company, Pete, has peaked. And it was founded in 2002. And it's 17 years old. Yeah, about that almost. 17, 17 years old. And I would say you've already peaked. And you decline it. I don't know how you can be satisfied. You've been through that many transitions where your name has changed, your the way you shoot your shows has changed. You've gone from having your own arena in, in the asylum when it started to moving into uh, Universal Studios, which I would I wouldn't I wouldn't argue that, that that was decent. You've gone from having twelve pay per views a year. To basically now having two or three. You've gone from United Kingdom tours three times a year to basically now, I would still say not having any. People will say we were in Manchester the other week. No, Lucha Underground were in Manchester. You know? Um, it, it, it's absolutely shocking that they, they would they would say that they're selling out. You're doing nothing, man. You, you really, you're not doing anything. I watched. Um, I watched last week's um, episode, and my God, you can't even work a crowd. You know, it's just it's so bad. It's so bad, and it just shows how desperate um, Austin Aries was. 
Do you know what I mean? To still be on TV. It's shocking. It's really shocking. I will say this. Uh, from a week where you had Austin Aries fight Fala Ba for the world title, gave the Fala Ba the chance, Ba Ba Ba. Uh, this what past the fuck does Kevin Matthews look like? Oh my! I know, right? He's wearing the Fala Ba. Like I said it, didn't I? I said it. Do you know what I mean? I'm still waiting to get. I'm still waiting to get put in my place. Do you know what I mean? That guy said to me, "You, you, you'll get yours." So I'm still waiting. Oh so yeah, I mean, this, this, like this, he's gonna serve you. Yeah. Yeah. This, this guy's this guy's gonna be the next big thing. Oh, fuck, they're still waiting. You know, absolutely shocking. I was going to say that this week's main event with Austin Aries versus Tejano, who's on Lucha Underground, and we haven't seen Tejano on Impact since they did that god-awful AAA versus uh, Impact feud last year around Bound for Glory time. That match sucked a dick. Absolutely shocking. Thank you. It's just shocking. It is it's shocking. It's just, you know what, it, it, it speaks. You've just taken, right, you've partnered Austin Aries up with two guys. Well, now, they're two, two guys that should basically be, but they're two guys that should be basically going for the title. Killer Cross comes in, makes an impact, right? Oh, fuck's sake, see? See? Impact, and that's what happens. Impact's at the so, door. John, we'll do a world-class podcast with Sam fucking Roberts. Some bitch. You know, so you got Killer Cross makes it making an impact, right? Now normal promotions when you get a guy that comes into a promotion like, like Impact Wrestling and it's so hard to basically get recognized because fans have fallen asleep. Um you just I'd expect him to be viewed in with a world champion. Exactly. But no. We don't want we don't wanna we don't wanna fuck um, Austin Aries' contract up because he'll just go and we, we won't have anyone to basically put butts in seats. So then then Moose as well. Why would you have two guys like that aligned with Austin Aries? I'm gonna say Why? This. I don't get it. And and then your feud, right? You've got a guy that's feuding now with Austin Aries, right? It's clear to me when I look at John freaking Johnny Mundo yeah, yeah. that he's walking out with a major brace on his arm. What is the thinking in that? I don't know. And I was going to say... Someone tell me. Someone tell me, because you wouldn't walk out on a WWE... The last time I ever seen that, right, in WWE was Batista. That's true. Right? And that's when he cut. He went kayfabe. People thought he was injured, and then he broke, took it off his arm, didn't he? I'm fit. And who was that against? Was it against Randy or Triple H? I think that was against uh, Triple H. You know? Um, but Johnny Mundo walks out, and do you know what? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I know. It was It was... Austin Aries trying to work a crowd and get a get a response or get any response. Where are you, Mundo? Where are you, Mundo? I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna come through the crowd. Come on, Mundo. Come on. Come on. Come on. And all of a sudden, Killer Cross and Moose are like, just, just, they're not on. They're not on the camera. And all of a sudden, 
so there's like 20 fucking people in the arena. Johnny Mundo walks walks through the curtain and casually just walks down to the ring and then breaks into a run. You know what I mean? Well, he, uh, he said before you he goes, hey, oh, oh <laughs> my God. I, I just, I honestly, right, I, I struggle. I struggle to think or understand how impact fans would waste money on that shite. You cannot argue with me that that, that it's exciting. All right. It, there is nothing exciting about that. It, the fact the fans were I think the fans were just waiting for, you know what I mean? I don't know, a tea break or a you know what I mean, a break in the segment so they can go get a fucking ice cream. <laughs> And out walks Johnny Mundo, and they're like, did you hear the crowd? Yeah, I heard Nothing. him. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That's Johnny Mundo, right? That's supposed to be your bread and butter, your saviour. Well, yeah. Right? The guy the guy that you made such a big deal about, you know, Johnny Impact. You, 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 he's, he's that big of a deal that you've given his second name as your show. And the crowd don't care. They don't care. It dead promotion, man. Such a dead promotion. Hence why you're pushing other promotions, guys, on yours. You, you mean you, you've got Eli Drake still coming out using it? And this is why I said weeks ago why WWE did not show any interest. You know WWE should show no interest, which is why he signed a new contract. He wanted to leave. If WWE had shown interest in him, he would have left. There was no way. The guy is two-dimensional. The guy can't evolve his current his character. He can't evolve it. All he knows is Eli Drake, and that's okay. it. Yeah. That's all he knows. He, he struggles. He's done a fantastic job with his current current character, uh-huh. but he can't evolve it. Where, where do you go from this? You can't go anywhere. And, and you mentioned the excitement factor, because, you know, uh, we've talked about ratings with here, and we've been shocked with the Impact ratings. I mean, they've been building this Mexico thing for, like, weeks. Oh, my God, Impact's coming to Mexico. Oh, my God, Impact's coming to Mexico. Oh, my God, Impact's coming to Mexico. You know what the rating was? You know how many viewers for last week? Five. 229,000 viewers. Wow. That's all across the United States. That was, well, yes. Yeah, well, world. Well, if this was Ashley Freeing, he would have said, oh, that was just the UK. No, no, Ashley Freeing. No, it was not, not just the UK. It was 229,000 viewers. 229,000 viewers across world. That's including your... Wow. That's including pop. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. It sucks. Why, 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 why would you be... Why Vince McMahon would be closing his doors. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't cover. That wouldn't cover the roster's pay. Well, yeah, like the hence lowest. Why? Hence why you're paying appearance per appearance, not contracts. Exactly. There are only two or three people on big contracts with an impact. Okay. Eli Drake's one of them. 
unbelievable. One of them is Tessa Blanchard because they got Blanchard. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, unbelievable. It is. And their lowest rating was like a couple weeks ago. They had 168,000 viewers. So, yeah. But they but they're going places. They're on Twitch. We just had media come. <clears throat> Sammy Callahan and Havoc. Right. Hang on. I'm just running for a week. You two converse. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, Daz, this is where it brings us, because we talked about impact and all that, but I got to say to you two words, Dad is home. Where's Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> yes. And we were talking about this on online, like Styles on his mailbox and then Joe's hey. going up. Hey. It, it winds me up. They did, it, they did it a few weeks ago with Wendy. Wendy Styles. No, it's fucking Wendy it's Jones. Wendy Jones. Did, did WWE really think we're this stupid? That we think AJ's real last name is Styles. You know what? It, they tried to do something because obviously you incorporate, you know, his family. And obviously Samoa Joe and AJ Styles have been tight and are good friends for many years. And it adds more drama to it going into their matchup in Australia. But I'm just like, they really literally end it with the, like you mentioned, like the cut to black, the fade to black, dad is home, and the SmackDown. Oh, yeah, that, that pissed me off too. But they could have put Jones on the mailbox. Because AJ even said, that's my house. Paige is in my house. He's in my house. I'm begging you, man. I'm begging you, Joe. <laughs> dude, bro. Dude, dude, bro. Dude, dude, dude. Why are you calling him dude and bro? He was trying to kill him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he's like, do like you did with Shinsuke Nakamura. Come on, Shin. I'm tired of this. I want to fight. No, it's just going to come on, dude. Come on, bro. <laughs> Don't go to my house, man. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that. Oh, what'd you think about the Truth TV, man? R-Truth and Carmella doing their thing with Daniel Bryan on Truth TV this week. Well, you picked the right time because I know Butch is not a fan of Carmella. I loved it. Ah, dude. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> what do you think about her red hair now? I like it. I do, too. Nice. Uh, I even like the dance breaks, which should have annoyed me. But, but it was funny. <laughs> but it was R-Truth, so it was funny. And Daniel Bryan's trying is so hard. To so keep it hard together. not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we got the random thing of the night because here comes Ty Dillinger out of mothballs, and then here comes Randy Orton. He kills him. Randy, why did you attack Ty? That 10 crap annoys me. It pisses me off. Walks away. Yeah, you see what happens when you stop hanging around with our truth? Yeah. Way to go, Ty. Yeah, knock him more than give him the game like Kinshasa. Did you hear the rumors because Rey Mysterio signed like a, the, like the two-year deal that we mentioned that they're good, there's talk about doing Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title, I believe, in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, do it. I'll, I'm down with that. As I got no problem with that. As far as I know, they've never met before. No, they have not, and I think that's a dream match. Uh, as far as matchups, man, we got the New Day in the bar at Super Showdown. What do you think about Biggie, 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 and uh, Sheamus this week? I'm going to pull up Butcher. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you right now, like, Super Showdown, I looked where it starts for us in the U.S., because next week we're going to obviously do predictions for it. It's next Saturday. Yeah. Uh, it starts for, for us at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I will probably watch that later in the day. Yeah. Uh, what time would it start for you guys in the UK? Uh, 10 a.m. That's just unfair. <laughs> yes. We get a morning. We get a morning pay for you. It's going to be like watching SmackDown on a Saturday morning before it became live in the UK back in like I 2001. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Oh, I have to mention this. Becky Lynch, keep it going. Why don't you take my picture twice? Hey, 
Hey, Lana, uh, you like it in Milwaukee? Hey, hey, I see what you're saying. Why don't you fight me in the ring? You want to compete with me? Now I'll make it my business. Hey, twice. And then as she was walking away, he's just like, you dog, you. You dog, you. Yeah. <laughs> I love Becky Lynch as a heel, man. I can take the picture The funniest bit is Lana's about to walk off and Rooster goes, when did we last go to Milwaukee anyway? I loved it. I loved it, man. <laughs> Yeah, we pretty much talked about Daddy's Home Butcher. We talked about Becky being the great heel that she is. Becky Lynch is fantastic. I know. And Becky we, Lynch is fantastic. And well, you also missed us talk about our picture of the champ. Yeah. Our truth finally in a position where he deserves. Yes. You know what? I'm, I don't really. I'm not a big Carmella fan. I well, I'd book. like I'd like him to make this a permanent thing. <laughs> Me too. I really, I really, just—he's just a breath of fresh air. Our truth. I w- I was just as Any surprised situation. as uh, Daniel Bryan when Truth came out with a very intelligent, very well planned out question. <laughs> truth, that was a very good question. Catharsis, I, y'all. Catharsis. Catharsisism, yes. I think he's ace. I think he's fantastic. He's great, man. Um, good match, not bad match either with the Miz. No. Uh, you know? And Paige was great again as well, backstage oh, yeah. with Miz, Storm Do you know what, right? He's one of them He's one of them guys that you can go undervalued. Mm-hmm. You know? But he's also one of them guys that falls into that bracket that I like to say doesn't need I would like him to have gold but he doesn't need it he doesn't because you know you you know and he knows what his position is within the company and he's just grateful to be in the position that he's in you know <clears throat> I, I, I remember watching the interviews with him where he he just all he talks about is his music you know all he talks about is his music um, and he's just grateful you know um, you watch, you watch his, you watch his, um, some of his career. Now you look at his introduction into the WWE as K Quick with uh, the Road Dog getting rowdy. Um, you know, and then you look at him leaving, and he went to obviously TNA, became um, a world NWA, champ. and he was, you know, he was. I think he was. Was he the second or third? I champion? believe it was second. Second, he beat Shamrock, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Uh, in a bloody encounter, you know? Um, so underrated. Great, great worker in TNA. Such a... Do you know what? His, his whole career, he was good. Um, whether it was teaming with um, the Road Dog, um, Conan, you know? Um, brilliant. So, such a such an underrated guy in the business. Now I really hope he gets mm-hmm. inducted, you know. I, mean, I really I, hope he gets will. inducted. I think he will. It seems like one of his biggest strengths has been the one thing keeping him back for the last few years. Like he's so good at comedy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so WWE think well all he does is comedy then. Little Jimmy. Oh, that yep. segment with Triple H was fantastic. You're talking, you're talking to me or you're talking to these other guys? Ain't no other guys here, man. <laughs> I know. Ain't no other guys here, man. <laughs> love it so much. You're talking to people that don't <laughs> exist. I know. It's like I'm insane. 
it's just funny. Now, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember which one it was. Someone, someone pushed little Jimmy, and he went in. <laughs> shit, I can't. Who was it? CM Punk. You would think it was CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah, just pushed his hands out. Hey, 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 Jimmy. Jimmy, are you okay? <laughs> somebody, somebody get him. Somebody Jimmy. get him. What do you think? Shouted for one of the uh, medics. Somebody get a medic. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> funny one. She's, oh, I'm gonna go back after the watching segments on YouTube. <laughs> I, I gotta guy is absolutely amazing. He's just, he's just, he's just incredible what he does. Yes. Now his tag partner was in action. So Butcher, what'd you think about Randy Orton putting the whoop, uh, the whooping on Ty Dillinger? I feel so sorry for Ty. Yeah. I know. Feel so sorry for Ty. I mean, they've cut his hair. You know, a perfect tens become per- perfect zero. It's just, it's just, it annoys me so much, man. When I when I just, you got to know these guys from 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 being on a superior product that stands for wrestling, and then they come down, and it's almost like the this. It, do you know what? To me, I'm gonna just say it how I see it. It's not a step down. It's not a step up. It's a step down. Yeah, it's a step down. It's there is no step up of getting promoted to Monday Night Raw and the main the main show. They show all these segments with Triple H telling them they're going they're going up to the main show, and you see how overjoyed they are. But then you look from our point of view, and we're like, "Wow, why are you overjoyed? You're going from being the guys on a show." Which re- which supports and promotes professional wrestling to go into a show which prefo- which promotes shitty entertainment. I'm not going to say professional entertainment unless you're our truth. You know, it, it's just shocking. Three 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 hour shows with with an hour, with with just over an hour. I'm not going to say wrestling. I'm gonna say wrestling. Both entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's shocking. You know, I was just you watch you watching NXT Takeover, right? NXT Takeover, three hours, three hour show, two and a half hours of that wrestling. Go away yeah. satisfied. You watch a WrestleMania. You're watching a seven seven hour show of which four hours. I would say four hours is wrestling. So three hours of that is wasted. Waste, three hours wasted on that curly-haired freak that looks like he should have been in a freaking... He should have been locked up and sectioned years ago for freaking child abuse or something. What's his name? You know oh. exactly the one that looks like a freaking umpa Little Nicholas. I don't know what his name is. I don't know what his name is, but he's one of them freaking idiots. It just oh, sits wait. there and Sam Roberts. Oh, oh Sam Roberts. I thought he was that's talking him. about a match for a second. I'm that's sorry. him, guys. No, that's <laughs> him, guys. Yeah, Sam freaking Roberts. I legit looks thought he like, was going to like rent on Looks like he's satisfied yeah. with sitting right next to children. All right. I'm going to just... just... That was a bit naughty, that. I shouldn't have and said what? that. Okay. I, I, I would have um, described him as Marv's little brother from Home Alone. I just... I just... Honestly, the... the um. 
Well, yeah, Sam Roberts, the only reason why he's there, he's like Peter Rosenberg. They're radio show guys, they're wrestling fans, so it's uh, like, hey, come on to the panel. Neither of them are there anymore, are they? Well, well, Sam Roberts was on, I think, the, the panel for the last one. I, I, haven't, I didn't see Rosenberg. No, I think yeah, Rosenberg's definitely gone. Oh, okay. these, are the, these are the type of guys, right? They're going to get inducted into a Hall of Fame. Mm. Oh, yeah, they'll put them in the celebrity wing. That's what I'm saying. What, why? Why? There's a handful of guys, right? There's a handful of people that you're ignoring in the business I, that I, have broken their asses. I agree, but as far as celebrity... Honky Tonk Man, why can't Honky Tonk Man be on a panel? Well... Honky Tonk Man, a cool cock in his bed, yes. You know, why, why can't why can't Jim Cornette sit on that panel? Well, do you really want Jim Cornette? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I do. I do. I get it. Jim because Cornette knows the business. He does. But, you he know, just doesn't appreciate the shit that we, we we don't appreciate. He speaks the truth. That is very true. You know, what? what, what? <laughs> I mean, fucking Vince Russo. I'd love Vince Russo to be up there, man. So you'd have, you'd have Booker T talking, and Vince Russo will just go, yo, bro. Bro. Listen to you, bro. Bro. Okay. Back in back in 2000, 2000, right, I don't know if you know this, bro, but I had a match with Judy Bagwell was on a pole match, bro. Yes. You know? Unbelievable. Well, well speaking of bros... The rumored match for TakeOver War Games is Cassius Ono versus Matt Riddle. Yeah. Hmm. No Keith Lee. I was thinking they were going Keith Lee, but Keith no. Keith Lee Sullivan. Jacket? I'd love to see Keith Lee um, and Lars. Sullivan I think DC3, they're going to see three, yeah. Oh, okay then. I don't know Who's... what they're doing with Keith Lee. And obviously Velveteen's got the world title shot, hasn't he? Ah. Uh, yes. Okay, um, so there's no Keith Lee. There's no Keith Lee. Who would Keith Lee? Who could Keith Lee take on? Wow, Gargano. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, but well, no, Adam Cole. Uh, I don't know. Well, they're doing that thing with the Undisputed Era. I don't know if they're going to do Adam Cole Ricochet, Adam Cole Pete Dunne Ricochet. Who knows? Yeah, I think the War Games match will just be two teams of four the same. You know what? Put Keith Lee on the War Games team. Wouldn't Keith Lee in War Games? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. So you can have Undisputed Era, the four men of Undisputed Era in War Games against Pete Dunne, um, Ricochet. And I'd say the War Raiders. The War Raiders, yeah, that'd yes, be the War Raiders. Yeah, no, Keith Lee. All right. I don't know what they're going to do with Keith Lee because I've, I've <laughs> seen Cat Sono, but I think they oh, want to go Matt. Um, what's his name? The one we all hate. Who? Corner Reeves. Corner Reeves. No, fuck off, seriously, are you taking the piss? Yeah, you can squash him him in 20 seconds. Well, that is true. Yeah, if you want to... Oh, still, man, I don't want Keith Lee just giving me 20 seconds. The (laughs) finest, Connor Reeves. Do you know what I mean? Bask in the glory of of Keith Lee, man. Oh, yo, Keith, uh, yeah, you're going to be on the show. You know, the bad thing is we're going to put you against the guy you're going to squash in 20 seconds. But, But he is the finest. Who are we talking about? Kona Reeves. You are shitting me, aren't you? you, you well, you know who he's dating, right? Who, Kona or oh. uh, oh. Keith? No, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Um... Keith Lee's dating someone. Yeah. Me and you. Oh. Is he? Lucky yeah. fuck. She basks in his glory. Unbelievable. <laughs> Guys, there's a chance for me. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. I, oh, she's gorgeous. Yes. I was so I was so chuffed the other day when I read that, you know, that she'd she'd actually signed. I was like, oh my god, please, thank you very much. Well, yeah. I would like him to sign um, Sienna though. Uh, Alice, Alice, okay. yep. Yeah, Alice, okay. I would. I would. I think she'd be influential in, you know, taking. Um, be quite funny as well to have her actually walk out with that uh, dress that she uh, Charlotte <laughs> stole off her. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay, Alright, so let's uh, end the show with the promo climax this week, which is between Moni Lynn and Mr. Dave Burnham. My Moni. My Moni. Moni Moni. She's my Moni Moni. <laughs> she is. She is mine. Should tell you that as well. She is mine. Uh, she's my, she's my, she's my valet. See, go figure, go figure. She beats me, and then she's my valet. Go, what's that about? What's that all about? Well, that happened with uh, Truth and, oh, nearly happened with Truth and Carmella. All you had to do mm-hmm. was beat Carmella to get the main event. That's true. Definitely, That's true. Uh, no, no, man, be be very afraid of uh, Moni. Be very, very afraid of Moni. All right, mm-hmm. so. Uh, they're both currently on two points, which means the winner uh, will top Group A. Unless, of course, it's a draw, then they both have one point. So, here it is. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Promo Climax Round 2. So, it's been one month there or thereabouts since promo climax round one, where your boy, the Burnham Blue Blazer, successfully destroyed the best face in the business. And what a month it has been. Your boy went over to Spain, destroyed all the competition, came back with the gold. And then what happens when he lands back in the UK? He gets the call. The boys are getting back together. And with the boys, the MWO in the corner of the Burnham Blue Blazer, this promo climax is just going to be too sweet. So, my opponent in round two, Moni Lynn, beautiful woman, don't get me wrong, great competitor. And your boys, the NWO, we've been watching you for a long, long time, and we do like what we see. So why not come aboard the biggest comeback since Naked Midian, and come along and talk some Owen stories with the boys in black and white. Because remember, everybody remember, Owen was never a million. Hey guys, it's Moni Lynn for another RWT um, promo challenge. So, um, I have to come in my bathroom because of the fact that my neighbors are being very, very loud. So if you hear an echo, that's because I'm right in this little teeny tiny little spot right here. Um, my little baby bathroom. So anyhow, um, last promo challenge, I was up against the butcher, which I am wishing you a speedy recovery, and I hope that you get well soon. I am definitely taking you up on that 
um, position to Valet U2 and from the stage. Let's do that damn thing. We'll be a great team. I know we will. But um, And, of course, my last promo challenge was up against the Butcher, and I did kick his ass, as I said before. I kicked him all the way from Europe to U.S. and then back to Europe again. So um, it's going down again with Dave Burnham. Uh, I don't know you very much, Dave. Um, I've never met you. I don't have beef with you. I know that you wear that fantastic mask. Um, continue to wear it because it does suit you. Yes, it does. Um, I don't have beef with anyone on here, and um, so I, I, I really don't have much to to talk about as far as um, beef with any other person on this group because I don't have any issues with anyone. Um, let's see. Now, I, like I said, I am in my bathroom. I don't have the balls enough to not wear clothes like my homeboy Robert Davis. I do have clothes on. Let's see. I got clothes, even my cute little socks on. Um, so, uh, last guy, one guy said, I think it was, um, well, I don't remember who said it because he's irrelevant, but he said that the only reason why I beat the butcher last time was because I'm semi-attractive. Hey, I'll go ahead and take that. Thank you very much. Um, um, being semi-attractive is better than not being attractive at all. And if someone's going to go ahead and vote for me because of that, I will definitely take it. Vote for me. <laughs> um, let's see. Like I said, I don't have beef with anyone here, so I can't really do a promo on anyone. Um, oh, well, you know what? Yeah. Um, I still don't like De Niro. De Niro, you're still boring. You need energy. I, I can't deal with that. I, I need someone that's like, has that some energy in them, you know, something. Um, another beef that I am having right now is um, against WWE because of the crown jewel. I really don't think Brock Lesnar should be in that one. Of course, you know, if they're going to pay you millions of dollars for to go out there and do a couple of fives on someone, then I, I would take the money too. However, I just hope that... Um, Brock does not win because he doesn't deserve it. Who wants a, a, someone there that's not going to be a, a, a fighting champion? I mean, I'd rather have Roman Reigns continue to be the champion, even though I don't like him. But, um, yeah, I guess money does talk. Bullshit walks. Hopefully he'll walk right out of there. Um, so, you know... That, that's my one main beef that I have with WWE right now. Um, no beef with any RWTs um, members. I, I love you all. Got you all close to my heart. Um, yeah, so so um, I guess that's my little baby promo for today. I, like I said, I don't have beef with anyone. Um, if it does take that, I win because of I'm a girl and... Um, you know, I'm semi-attractive, then hey, vote for me. Yay, vote for Mooney. Um, of course, I do want to let you guys know to check out Make It Ogs at Make It Ogs LA on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, check out Wrestling Nerd Chick on Facebook. Um, hashtag me, Wrestling Nerd Chick. Uh, also, um, on RWT coming soon will be the Wrestling Nerd Chick podcast. We will have guests and other cool things that are be going on. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, this is Moni Lynn once again, and vote for me because I want to kick everyone's ass. Yes. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye.
So there you go, you can vote for your favourite promo at maxwrestling.net slash promo climax. And next week, Mike, you're up against the Black Bane. I thank Amir for all that he's done with RWT. I thank the fact that I have a show on RWT, The Future Is Now. And just like my show was titled, Amir Black Bane Costello, The Future Is Now. Right. Yes. Blockade's looking promising. <laughs> and. Oh, sound just cut out then. What's going on? <sighs> Fucking Mike. Fucking Mike. Fucking Mike. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. You can catch me at Dazzy NWP. If you're brave and. Well, you can't follow my 6 9 butcher at the moment because he's suspended there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> see, this is what see this is what this is what makes me the best heel in the business. <laughs> see this? See people people still don't believe it. People still don't believe it. They go, "Hey, he's a hell of a nice guy." That I am. But why isn't he on Twitter? No, oh, <laughs> I you know that's just that's just how it is. Yeah. But I'll be back soon. And in the meantime, you can catch the butcher in RWT and Max Racing Interactive. Of course you can. And Mike, tell the listeners all about your content this week. Okay, you can check me out on Twitter at SMShow1 or at MCL92 and SoundCloud's MCLarkin92. And of course, RWT, the future is now and StephenMikeShow.com. As far as content this week, I believe I have an interview this week, and I'm going to kind of pretty much say what I said last week because of the aftermath of this hurricane. I have no idea what the hell I have coming up, but <laughs> please stay but please, but please, uh, stay tuned and just keep looking out and keep watching. And you know where to find us on social media. It's at Max Wrestling UK, Max Wrestling Interactive on Facebook, and we're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes, and make sure you check out maxwrestling.net. Join us next week for Super Showdown Dan Ander Predictions, which kicks off 10 a.m. UK time. Mike, is it 5 a.m. for you? Fucking 5 a.m. <laughs> fucking 5 a.m. Oh. That's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. The motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. Sir, we play strictly 80s Joel. Hey, at least it's later than uh, what time New Japan usually starts for you. Oh, yeah, that is very true. Yeah, that is very true. You got a point there. <laughs> I'll be just waking up naturally. And then the fucking bellows are going to come on. And I'm like, ah, fuck this. I'm going back to sleep. Ronda versus... uh, plus week seven of the promo climax next week featuring Emir Costello versus Mike Larkin. And keep a lookout for everything else we got coming up. Maybe some screen gems coming your way soon. Thrones Zone again is coming your way next year whenever Game of Thrones is coming back. Whenever we get that raven. We're just waiting. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. Bang. No fucks given, Tomatonga. Boom. Fuck him.
Are you kidding me?